Chanel. Oh, and, God. Last time we yeah, did this, I yeah. hurt my throat. Yeah, you almost, like, broke your voice. Vocal cords. How did... How's it oh, There's oh, one. Oh, 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 oh. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdos. It's us. It's Northern Frights. It's Anna. And Alyssa. I'm very congested, so I probably sound weird. So I hope... Uh, in person, you sound just a slightly different. Otherwise, okay. it's not bad at all. Okay. Hopefully, mm. it's good. All right. Good. Yeah. Um, also, I kind of worry. Like, I've got the microphone right here in the middle of my <laughs> chest. So I'm wondering if my heartbeat's just like, boof, 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 boof. Why don't you put it on your cowl? Let me try. Oh, look at that word. Cowl. Pretty, pretty proud of it. Does it sound like it's going, <laughs> to the people at home? They're all like, wow, such professionals. There you go. Okay, yeah, that's great. Go. All right. <laughs> we'll try that again. This is Northern Frights. Yes. I'm Anna. I'm Melissa. We're Northern Frights. We're the podcast that talks about creepy stuff in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. You know what the Midwest is. I'm not going to say it again. Or am I? Minnesota, <laughs> Wisconsin, Iowa, <laughs> Michigan, North and South Dakota, and some other states around those states. And we're going to talk about weird stuff today. Yeah, we're doing another article day or whatever fun stuff we found yeah. or whatever came to our fancy mm-hmm. just want to keep it interesting and mm-hmm. keep it fresh keep it fresh hip also i believe this is episode 20 <gasps> in 2020 Whoa. No, I mean, in the total. vision is clear but it, it happened in 20 in 2020 20. 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020. <laughs> I'm also have, uh, have raisin canes here for lunch today. Oh my it's God. delicious. It looks amazing. It's so good. It's the first time I'm having it, and there's no other chicken tenders I can have now. Oh. <laughs> I was like, is there a reason? Yeah. You're saying because these are so great. Yeah, these mm-hmm. are so great. Raisin canes. I'm not like I look like I sold my soul to raisin canes or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, if I have like... Wendy's chicken tenders, I just burst into flames. <laughs> your mom's like, no, no. You're like, did you sell your soul? Did you sell your soul to the devil, Anna? Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I understand. Hot <laughs> They're amazing. Fire. Huh. All right. Look at that crunch, too. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of soggy. Sorry, everybody. Hold on. <laughs> a little ASMR for everybody. That's a new word I just heard. ASMR? Yeah. Yeah. Or new nice. whatever acronym. I like to listen to shower sounds at night, ASMR. Oh. Because it, like, I feel like just the hearing the shower relaxes me. Yeah. So that's what I, that's what I listen to at night. So ASMR is also, like, river noises. Yeah, or, like, leaves like clacking. Like that sound can be ASMR. That would give me anxiety. That noise. That? No, that's creeping me out. <laughs> we don't want nails. Hey! Speaking of nails, Anna has talons. I got talons this weekend. They looked a lot shorter when she was doing them. <laughs> and then when she was done, I was like, I can't do anything. <laughs> I told my mom last night, I was like, you know what my nails look like? Like a toucan's beak. Toucan's <laughs> beak. <laughs> it sort of works, because... We all want to have that life where you are served upon, served? Yes. You're served or whatever. Yeah. So this yeah. just fits that lifestyle. It does, because I had to ask you yesterday to open <laughs> take 
Oh, yeah. Peel my orange for me. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't do it by myself. Do you want me to Thank do you. it? I was like, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it was really fun. Um, also, I had... Um, so both my cats have to have medicine now. Did I talk about having Bandit having diabetes before? On here? I don't know. But Okay. So Bandit, my cat, has diabetes. Or I should say the diabetes. The diabetes. <laughs> the diabetes. <laughs> um, and so Birdie, I think she she's in general just super anxious about everything. And then seeing us have to like give Bandit medicine like injecting it and then we had to do her uh blood curve test and you have to do like on her ear so she was freaking out oh, yeah. and because she gets freaked out she likes to pee outside oh. of the box and i'm like yeah. cool i hate you yeah. um but i love you <laughs> so we got her anti-anxiety medication and it's in like a squirt form yeah. and so this week she was like being all cuddly cute and i was like okay this is a good time to give it to her <laughs> because she's relaxed it's like i can hold on to her so I'm in bed with her. She's all like purr, 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 and I like basically like put her in like a headlock, <laughs> which was a bad decision. <laughs> that is gonna make immediate neck twist. Like I'm out of here. That's what my dogs would do. <laughs> like I'm like I'm like just like holding on to her desperately, and I'm trying to get her mouth open. So I can, like, <laughs> <laughs> and the cat no less they're yeah. all over the place she was like not having it no. at all i'm just like this is gonna calm you down <laughs> she's like mom i was crying <laughs> that is great that's a good story so, so i got like a little bit in her mouth but it also like hit my finger too so i was just like well it's all relaxed i guess i don't know <laughs> i need it after that yeah so she like I did not see her for like two days after. <laughs> you definitely betrayed. Betrayal. The utmost. Like, oh. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> Open your mouth. Oh, poor babe. Kitty, poor kitty. Open up your mouth. Is Birdie yours? I always forget. They're kind of both my cat. I mean, okay. they don't really have an allegiance to anyone oh, as besides cats. themselves. Yeah. yeah. They so they like to fight with each other. They like to pretend that they love us. And then. Especially if treats could be given. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. All right. You had another thing you wanted to talk about, which was <laughs> Alien Dream. Okay. So I wrote this down. Good. Capture it all. I was like, when I wrote it down, I was like, yeah, this dream is wild. And now that I like look at it, I'm like, what a stupid dream. (laughs) (laughs) But it involved aliens, you said. It did. Okay, so I'll start it off. Um, I should just note that all of my dreams are really weird. Yeah, you have strange ones, which are great. (laughs) Excuse me. I'm not sick. I'm just full of allergies. (laughs) Allergens. No, full of allergens. So it started where I was on, like, a bad boys crew, you know? Like, okay, this sounds super <laughs> stupid. What's a bad boys crew? Like the, ki- like, the kids who go, who are, like, in juvie, and they oh, have to okay. go, like, pick up, like, stuff on the side oh, okay. of the road. Yeah. 
that's what we always called it when I was a kid. Oh, I've never heard of that. Um, and we were working on digging underneath a hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Evans was there. Mm-hmm. He was not like himself. I don't know if it was like a movie or if he was just somebody else. Um, all of a sudden it like started to collapse while we're all down there. So we had to like get out and we're like in the hotel and we're just like chilling out. <laughs> and I must have been like an outsider in the group because I like try to go sit in a chair and everybody's like, oh, she's sitting in that chair. And I was just like, fine. And I just like storm off. Then it changes. Yep. Scene and scene, scene. scene begins. Mm-hmm. And I'm on our back porch, but it was like a, it looked different. Okay. Back porch, but I knew that's where I was. It was like dusk, and all of a sudden, like everything feels really weird, and I'm just like, "What's going on?" So I go inside and I start turning off the lights of the house. I'm like trying to get people to hide in the house, you know. And then I go to our kitchen area, which looks out into our backyard in the alley. Yep. And I'm gonna turn off a light in the kitchen, and I look in the alley, and it's like dark out, but there's like street lights on in the alley mm-hmm. and there's this giant weird like sp- void like a sphere black hole thing yeah and i'm like what is that you know and it's an alien ship yeah and the aliens had landed yes in your alley in our alley right there and they were very mean aliens i remember oh. that they were not nice aliens of all the people you could meet and come here and then they're meanies? They're meanies. They were trying to, like, take over people. I remember, like, one person, like, was turning into an alien. It was crazy. Um, and then, and scene change. I'm at my aunt's house. And she's like, Bill Murray is outside. And I'm like, <laughs> Bill Murray! So I, like, go down and outside. But it was Bill Pullman. Oh. Like, You're, like, Bill cool. Murray. He's from Big Love, right? I think so. Okay. He was in Casper. No, it was Bill Paxton that's in oh, yeah. Love. You're right, right. Yeah, right, I get right, those right. two confused a lot. lot. There's a lot of bills. <laughs> There's a bill that showed up, but it was not the bill that I was excited about. Bill Coleman. And that was my dream. That's pretty neat. <laughs> yeah. You never interacted directly, though? With Bill Coleman? With the aliens. Oh, with the aliens? Um, I was trying to avoid them. Oh, okay. Because yeah. they were giving up menacing yes. vibes. Yes. Like, like how this sounds like it's a real life event and I'm just like I'm like no I didn't actually interact with any of the aliens um I tried to hide and fight them but never talk to them <laughs> I wish it was real in my dream <laughs> yeah. in my dream so yeah okay well that's pretty cool yeah thanks thanks for suffering through that you should um always have your dream journals I should because they're really good yeah I try to remember a lot of them Last night, though. It's okay. Okay. That might be a good task for you because we could have Anna dream <laughs> segments. And then tonight's dream. Go away, people. You're bothering us. High rolls. All right. So, what do we want to start with? Why don't you start since you have four thousand? I have articles. a lot of articles. <laughs> this one I was excited about. Okay. I I happened upon it upon it uh-huh. on accident. It wasn't even something I was searching for, which made it even more like, yes! Okay. It's from Zillow. The house selling thing, right? Yeah. And it says, are you selling a haunted house? Here's what you need to know. And this was written as recently as October of 2019. So they did it actually right before Halloween. Yep, they were like, spooky time. 
Yep, and I'm gonna just read it verbatim, mm -hmm. just cause they throw in some funny words and things, and I'm I don't want it. I'm just as corny. Yeah. But I I want them to take High credit level. for this. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, let's see. Zillow scared up a state-by-state -state analysis mm -hmm. and found only four states deal with paranormal activity in their real estate disclosure laws. Mm -hmm. We have New York, New Jersey, Massachusetts, and Minnesota. Yeah! <laughs> Isn't that cool? Yeah. We learned something. So in, I'm going to go through what they require. So in New York State... Courts will actually rescind a home sale if the seller creates or perpetuates a reputation that the house is haunted. So saying it is haunted. Yeah. And then takes unfair advantage of the buyer's ignorance of the home's ghostly reputation. For example, if you invite a if you invite reality TV ghost hunters to your home, uh -huh. then later sell your poltergeist poltergeist palace to an unwitting buyer who prefers sitcoms a court could make the sale vanish yeah so yeah, isn't that weird so you can't be like there is stuff and it's fake is that what it's saying let me see it yeah, it's uh the right there new york okay i feel like in it's york, saying if there are things you can't say there are if there's not Courts in a home sale, the seller creates and perpetuates a reputation that the house is haunted and then takes unfair oh takes unfair advantage of the buyer's ignorance of the home's ghostly I think it's more of a case of like wait. The seller creates and perpetuates yeah, I guess it would say that like if you're like, Yeah, my house is haunted and then it's, and then it's not and the go seller is like Where is Salem? Oh Massachusetts. Massachusetts. And that's in this list too, so we'll keep that in mind. Huh? All right, so New Jersey. A seller must truthfully tell a buyer if their property comes with phantom roommates, but only if they're asked. Interesting. So you, okay. you don't have to disclose it or whatever until yeah, you're asked. Yeah, people are like, this place haunted. And then you have to say. Okay. All right, so Massachusetts and Minnesota deliberately mention paranormal or supernatural activity as a, as a, quote, psychologically affected, unquote, attribute attribute that does not need to be disclosed hmm. so if you do have activity you don't need to tell i like you have to now it's saying you don't, no, don't. and this was as recent yeah and they actually i printed out everything and it go they have like how they went through it so sure. okay they, i'm trying to say they have um, evidence of what they found they did science they did science okay all right, so this is from a story from a, a home seller who actually works with Zillow, and she's based in Wisconsin. Okay. So she says, I worked with a seller who claimed their house was haunted by a ghost who lived in their basement. When I arrived for the open house, I heard banging noises coming from the basement. I went to investigate, but could not find the source of the noise. Then the phone rang three times with only static on the other end. The devil. The devil. And then, in case you want to know the end of that story, the homeowners ended up staying in their house. So It's because they became possessed by the ghosts. <laughs> He's like, and, they, and they're like, you can't leave. <laughs> you have to stay here. And then this is just a quick thing, too. Nine states have laws around the disclosure of a death on the property. Oh. 
In California, sellers must disclose a death on the property within three years. Hmm. Alaska is within one year. Um, South Dakota must disclose if there's been a homicide on the property, and it doesn't have a time frame. And then a whole bunch of states, I won't list, um, must disclose a death on the property only if asked. So it really varies across the U.S. I feel like that should just be, like, straight answer. You know, just, like, for everybody. Just put it on the forms. Because you have to fill out a bunch of paperwork. Yeah. Just have that on there. Yeah. Just somebody died Somebody died? Did somebody get killed here? Is there paranormal activity? Is there a portal to hell in your basement? We want to know. We want to know. I need to know. Need to no. I'm gonna burp. Ooh. Excuse me. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> do you wanna alternate? Sure. Okay. Thank you for that article. You're welcome. I loved it. I so, liked it too. Yeah. Especially just finding it on accident. Yeah. Okay. So I found an article. Let me find the title again. So I'm gonna have to scroll through again. But it's on the spookiest ghost stories from all 50 states. Ooh. And so I found my favorite one. It came from Missouri. Just whip through. Whip, whip. Do the whip. Whip. I know that there's an actual song that has whip in it, but I can't remember. Watch me whip. Watch, watch me, me nay, nay. nay. He watched me whip. 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 Watch me nay. For <laughs> <laughs> adults. Mm-hmm. Okay. Missouri. An old couple in Overton who made a trickle of income lodging travelers in their home decided, wait, what? Who made a trickle of income lodging travelers in their home? Oh, made a trickle of income. Got it. Okay. Carrying on. Decided one night to murder a wealthy boarder and make their fortune. They hid his body, took his money, and used it to build a grand new house. Years later, as a woman lay on her deathbed, she made her husband promise to keep their secret and never to remarry. But he took a new bride within a year. Of course. Jerk. Probably the next day. Yeah. I already had somebody lined up. <laughs> the people in of Overton, disapproving of the widower's impropriety, harassed the couple on their wedding night with catcalls, drums, and rifle shots. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like a usual wedding in my family. Yeah. But when the man went outside to shush the crowd, he was... Stop it! He was startled to see a black carriage pull up to the house. Inside sat a woman, pale as death and dressed in black. Without a word, the man got into the carriage. It drove off and he was never seen again. Ever since, townspeople have spotted the black carriage and interpreted it as an omen of danger. That's good. That was a good one. There was also another one that just kind of made me laugh. I'll find it again because, like... I was reading it, and I was just like, how many times are they going to say this word? Mm. You'll see. Yep, here we go. Indiana. The tiny township of Tunnelton was named for the number of railroad tunnels constructed around it beginning in the 1850s. One of them, Tunnelton Tunnel, (laughs) a.k.a. the Big Tunnel, (laughs) is one of Hoosier State's most feared landmarks. The Tunnelton Tunnel is so scary. Reportedly, there are a few ghosts who refuse to leave the area, including a man who was beheaded in an accident during the tunnel's construction and still roams the ground with his head in one hand and a lantern in the other. But the most famous of this tunnel's tenants is Henry Dixon. (laughs) 
you for the visual. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm a teapot. <laughs> In 1908, the body of Dixon, excuse me, who worked as a night watchman for the railroad, was found just inside the tunnel with a gash on the back of his head, his lantern still lit beside him. Dixon's murder was never solved, and locals claim that he still haunts the area seeking justice for his death. Who did it? Who did it? It was a rock. Yeah, probably it was, right? <laughs> He's just yelling at rocks. You guys are just being a real bother. I'm tired of having to tell them. Fix them again. Yeah. So that was some, a couple of stories from the 50 scary stories. But yeah. Spookiest ghost stories Spookiest. from all 50 states? Yeah. Nice. So there was like a few others that I liked in there, but I actually might do them for like a later episode. Yeah, just save like, it. Yeah. There was a lot like that where I was going through... And I was like, oh, this would be really, this is a good article to go through. And then I like reading more into it. And I was like, oh, I need I'm to like do this for another a episode. Whole, a, a yeah. Whole thing. Yeah. Like I was going to do some stuff on disappearances and like the North Woods and stuff. Yeah. But then I found a story and I was like, holy moly, I've never heard of this. This sounds crazy. I got to do like a full like investigation on oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. So it was good. Yeah. I like it. All right. So next, please. Let's lighten things up. Yes, you know what? It's been a little wild. We're just too serious. <laughs> we are true crime and paranormal. Correct. I'm going to be on the true crime side. I'm trying not to show you this because it's really obvious. Right. Can I just like see it? Now? Oh, here we go. Oh, smart. <laughs> um, I just like, I'm just going to show you the picture. Isn't that great? Yeah. It's not really true crime, but it just made me chuckle. It's a crime. It's, it's a more crime. of a crime. Um, the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile was burned by Wisconsin cops, which what? I don't think literally burned. <laughs> FYI. <laughs> I was like, I was like, why? Why would they do this with national treasure? <laughs> this is a recent story. Like, what day is it today? It's three days ago. It happened. Oh wow! Okay. Apparently. It, um, so in Waukesha oh, wow. County, uh-huh. or in like call it Waukesha. Waukesha County, Wisconsin, sheriff sheriff's officer pulled over the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile on Sunday for violating the state's move-over law. It's like broke a law. Wow. The rule requires drivers to either change lanes or slow down while passing a stopped vehicle with its emergency lights on. Yep. Obviously. Duh. And that's basically the story. So they pulled him over. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were going to be like, and then the cop accidentally lit a flare and it hit the Oscar <laughs> mobile and it just blew up. The headline is very misleading. Uh-huh. It says burned oh, by. <laughs> um, other facts about Oscar Mayer is it has six of these mobiles, wiener mobiles, uh-huh. that work uh, throughout the country for promotional events. Um, um, the driver ended up being let off with a, a verbal warning. Okay. Had they been ticketed, they would have had a $100 or $250 fine and three points on their license. Just However, you- do you need a new job? Because <laughs> they are looking for at least 12 more drivers. To be hot doggers. Hot doggers. I, when I was in high school, there were a lot of kids in my school who wanted to, like, do that. Oh, for um, sure. Oh, they were, like, and I think it's, like, they hire kids in college. 
Yeah, I think so, because there's a lot around. They recruit yeah. at Madison. Yeah. They hire a lot of college kids, because, I mean, that's smart. Like, it's a good job for them to do during, like, the summer. They just drive around. And they, they probably... Get paid, they get free hot dogs. Yeah. And the dream for a college student. Right. Yeah. That was, like, our childhood. That thing was everywhere. Yeah. Now Once we know there's six of them. Okay. Boop, boop, boop. So I... Okay, first I'm going to talk about this thing here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So I was going through Pinterest last night. This has nothing to do really with like paranormal, true crime, Midwest, anything. Well, it has dinosaurs and that's oh. always high on our list. Ruining it. Sorry, 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 sorry. So I was scrolling through Pinterest Delete. last night. And I came across this like pin that came by and I was like, I'm sorry, what does this say? <laughs> and it was... For a movie called The Velocipaster. 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 Yes. yes. Mm. You may ask yourself, what is The Velocipaster about? Yeah. And it is about, after losing his parents, a priest travels to China where he inherits a mysterious ability that allows him to turn into a dinosaur. <laughs> At first horrified by his new power, a hooker convinces him to use it to fight crime. And ninjas. Ooh. It has a 5.6 out of 10 rating on IMDb. Um, it's not available like on Amazon Prime. I think it was on like Tubi or something like that. Are you kidding? You had to pay for it if you wanted to watch it on Amazon. And I do not want to pay to watch this movie. No, but it's definitely high on my list to yeah. see someday. So I just recommend that everybody look up this movie at least. Just because the poster of it is great. Is ridiculous. It's yes. amazing. <laughs> the guy is just like he's doing like he looks like a zombie yeah he looks like he a zombie long freaking nails yeah why are there ninjas the oh. balasa pastor a man of the claw man of the claw they actually do have some really nice posters like besides yeah. this one not that that's just shark or shark teeth <laughs> <laughs> i really want to look for this yeah there's that poster. Come on. There. So there's this poster. Looks pretty dope. Looks old school. Yeah, it does look old school. It's got like little claws on the background. It's got some crazy eyes. There's a lot of other people. Aren't ninjas like from Japan? I don't know. Okay, well, we'll just move on. There's this one. It's like <laughs> something from The Godfather. Oh, I see. It's a cross. Yeah, something it's a cross. I'm like, what am I looking at? So, yeah. That's yeah. cool. Okay. I la- I re- I was like, what is this? Because it's amazing. Yeah. Just, Dinosaur was, ninjas. Like how I texted you, and I was like, please put this in the notes for tomorrow for discussion. <laughs> we need this. Yeah, it's three ninety nine on Amazon Prime, three ninety nine from YouTube, but it's free on Tubi. The age is Tubi. I'm guessing it's some sort of a streaming service. All right. Well, thank you for looking that up. You're welcome. I uh, service to the people is what I care about. Velocipaster. Velocipaster. Okay. What do you got? My turn? Yeah. This is the first article that sparked, hey, I want to do articles this week. Okay. And it has to do with Bigfoots. Yes. Did you see this? No. No? Okay. What is it? Bigfoot spotted? (gasps) Where? Oh, okay. Oh, no. They're not in the Midwest. No. <laughs> but it's Bigfoot. Carry on. It trumps everything. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I was... I was... <laughs> again! Again! I was... 
I was watching this like Bigfoot show with my mom this week, and she was like, "Did you know that there's a lot of like Bigfoot sightings up by the cabin?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> I called them all. I in. Do. <laughs> <laughs> there's one over there. There's a Bigfoot over there. There's another Bigfoot over there. <laughs> How did your mom know that? The the sightings because it was on the show. Like they showed oh. a map of like different sightings of Bigfoot everywhere. There's like this cluster. Up where our cabin is. Oh my lord. And I was just like, yeah, man. I already know all the good <laughs> <Bigfoot> stuff. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> okay. All right, see. this is spotted in Washington State. All right. And that's a big, that's a big Bigfoot territory area of Pacific Northwest. Yeah. And so, someone who works at the De- uh, Washington State Department of Transportation, um, what must have been reviewing the cameras and came across the photos. Yes. And they said that it appears to be something in the bottom left part of the frame. It okay. looks like a person-shaped figure silhouetted against an evergreen tree. Good. So it says a uh, blurry shape certainly resembles a person mid-stride, uh-huh. which we typically think of Bigfoot's like. Yep, yep. Um, but it's dark. Because I, I love the way the Bigfoot's walk. They're just like, they look like they're just like on their way to the supermarket. They're just like, oh God, I forgot the milk again. (laughs) But they're always really slow. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Let's see. So it's dark and featureless. It's hard to make it out or whatever. Someone said it could be a tall, fur-covered, ape-like figure. Bigfoot, thank you. Yeah, it has a name already. (laughs) Could be a, a man with a hood who's out for a hike, or it could be the trunk of the tree outlined by its own branches. No. Let's not be logical. Let's not use science, please. God. Clearly Bigfoot. Obviously. Um, and then they told the place where it was, and it's whatever kilometers, it's 70 oh. kilometers south of the Canada-U.S. border in yeah. Grand Forks. We don't know metric system. We went to Paul school. And then someone else wants to be logical, and they're like, um, in the second in- image, they are in the same position. <laughs> <laughs> First off, could just be standing still. Yeah, because they can sense the camera. You're like, oh. All right, a so of it? Very hard to see okay. on my printed out, but right here. Nope, that's a Bigfoot. And then this one's foot. a teeny bit clearer. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, sir, watch a ton. That is Bigfoot, thank you. It's clearly not the tree branch at all. No. Wow, well, thank you. Like, I said, low pressure off of the screen. I think that was, like, their... Do you have the name of the article, so if people want to look it up, they can... Yeah, it's Bigfoot Spotted. Washington State Traffic Camera Shows Mysterious Figure. This was on January 24th. 2020. Oh, this is really recent. Really recent. This is a recent beefy, 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 beefy sighting. There's just a giant rumble in our uh, Just our earthquake, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> there it goes again. Bigfoot. Okay. Okay. So my article is top 10 most terrifying places in the Midwest. Thank you for Midwest. <laughs> You're so good at the Midwest. <laughs> the article is by Blair. <laughs> Blair. <laughs> yes. I mean, they obviously... Yeah. Top yeah. 10 what? I'm sorry. Top 10 most terrifying places in the Midwest. All right. 
I know I have the name of the website, but I can't find it right now, so just cool your jets. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I'm not going to read off all of them because I might do some of these different places. Yeah. But first one, number 10, from Brazil, Indiana, the 100 step. The 100 Steps Cemetery. Mm. I'll read the description of it. The 100 Steps Cemetery is located between Tarot, is that Tarot? Yeah. Yeah. Ah. In Brazil, Indiana, off North County Road, 675 West, just ro- south of road, r- Route 40. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Like okay. <laughs> so it's somewhere between those two places. Mm-hmm. Difficult to find because it is unmarked on many maps. This rural, rural wow, <laughs> is home to an unusual legend. The cemetery itself holds graves dating back to the 1860s, which is super cool. Yeah. There's a cemetery in Minneapolis that has like graves dating that far back. Mm-hmm. Or by uh, Lake Minnemakasa. Minnemakasa. Well, sir, what did you put in my pop? (laughs) But most visitors come to see a long set of concrete stairs. They are broken and sunken into the grass in many places, but it's said that secrets will be revealed if you make it to the top. Hmm. According to legend, anyone who counts every step and reaches the top at midnight will be approached by the ghost of an undertaker. This grim figure will show you a vision of your death. If you fail to count the same number of steps on your way down, the vision will come true, which I'm like... Why? <laughs> Unless it's a great death. Well, surrounded by loved ones and not in pain. I mean, that would be very nice. <laughs> but I'm also like, if it's a vision of your death, that means that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, if you fail to count the same number of steps as you go down, is it? does that mean it's just going to happen right then? Or it changes. Yeah, because it says the vision a worse will come one. true. Maybe it's a good one. At the top, but if you're an idiot and can't count on the way down... But it says the vision will come true, so it's like the vision he shows you, or it shows you, I should say. In the future. I'm, I'm going to just say in the future. Okay. If you walk up the side of the hill rather than the steps, a phantom hand will push you to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> no, dummy! Use the stairs! <laughs> so that's a 100-step cemetery. I like that story. Located between Tarot in Brazil, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Okay, so oh, the Oakland Cemetery from our first episode is on this oh, yeah. list as well. All right. right, number six, Gateway to Hell, in Stull, Kansas. <coughs> a crumbling stone church and a lonely cemetery outside this tiny rural community are the focus of a terrifying legend. It is said that witches and occult groups use the old church for their dark rituals. A gnarled pine tree formerly stood in the cemetery until it was struck by lightning cut down. The tree was allegedly used to hang witches in the 1800s. Stull reportedly has a strange history. Near a long forgotten trail named Devil's Road, a man accidentally set fire to his own son, killing him. Rude. Dad. Oops. Oops. (laughs) Oops. Don't tell mom. (laughs) Terrible. Another man was found hanged from a tree by the side of the road. The main story, however, concerns a flight of stone stairs, again, mm-hmm. stairs, hidden and hidden in the woods near the church. According to legend, the entrance of this, to the stairs opens up on Halloween and the spring equinox. 
Anyone unfortunate enough to locate and descend the stairs will find a gateway to hell at the bottom. According to one bizarre report, quote, the devil reportedly makes a personal appearance in the cemetery on Halloween at midnight to visit the grave of a witch with whom the devil had a child. Their child is said to materialize in the surrounding woods, taking on the form of a werewolf. Which I wrote in my notes. Hell yeah. <laughs> there's so many good aspects to this. Yeah. There's a devil. There's a witch. There's a werewolf. There's a there's stairs going to hell. hell. Amazing. All right. <laughs> Next page. Next page. Number two. I'll get to some of the other ones in another That's episode. That's good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Zombie Road in Wildwood, Missouri. Yes, yes, yes. Once called Old Baller Road, this claustrophobic stretch of pavement, now known as Al Foster Trail, Rock Hollow Trail in some places, follows the Merrimack Merrimack River, but has been closed to vehicle traffic for years. It it has developed quite a reputation over the years and is well known even outside the St. Louis area. Most of its legends center on an old railroad's crossing at the western end of the trail. It is here that laborers who died building the railroad rise from their graves at night. Hence the name, the zombie road. And they walk in? Uh, I don't know yet. I don't know. Okay. Other folks say the road is named after an inmate named Zombie who escaped from a mental institution was found dead on the road. Mm. In the 1970s, two teenagers were struck and killed by a train near the crossing. Multiple suicides and murders are believed to have occurred here as well. Strange lights, sounds, and sightings have led many to believe the zombie road is thrilling to visit, but a bad place to stay for long. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to go, don't stay long. I don't know if I want to meet zombies. No. No, it's not a good idea. Even, especially a person named zombie from a mental institution. I wonder what he did to get the name zombie to be in a mental institution. We'll put that in the notes for discovery later. 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 Okay. <laughs> the number one. Number one. The Amon's house. The Amon's home in Gary, Indiana. This is a pretty famous one. It's been done on multiple podcasts. There is a Travel Channel movie about it. And I'll explain why in a little bit here. The description. <laughs> in 1912... This nondescript home in Gary, Indiana, was allegedly ground zero in a spiritual battle between good and evil. Latoya Amons, mother of three, claimed her family was tormented by demonic entities until a Catholic priest named Father Mike Maginot, I mean, it's pronounced it that way, performed an exorcism in the home. Amons' children were bruised, thrown, and became deathly ill. Swarms of horseflies appeared on the porch and footsteps echoed up the basement stairs. Shadowy figures roamed the halls at night, and a black, oily substance dripped from the walls. The story quickly became national news after the strange events were corroborated by local authorities. Um, There was a time when the mom brought one of the kids to the hospital, to the ER, because there was, like, stuff going on. And while they were there, there was, like, I think it was, like, a nurse, or it was, like, a cop, a social worker, the mom, they're all in the room. And the kid literally, like, walks up the wall. Oh, my God. And they all saw it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So Gary, Indiana, police captain Charles Austin told the Daily Mail, every one of us who was there that day in the basement who saw what we saw went through what we went through after. We all think the same. We all call it the same. That bit of dirt is a portal to hell. Zach Bagans, host of the Travel Channel show Ghost Adventures, purchased the home 
in February of 2014. Oh. So he owns it. I think he demolished it, if I remember correctly, but he took, like, part of the house to his uh, museum in Las Vegas. So there's, like, the basement stairs there. Oh, so. okay. So if you want to see the house, I think you have to go to the Zach Bagans Museum in Las Vegas. Bagans? Bagans. Zach Bagans. Do you not know who Zach Bagans is? No? No. Oh! He, first off. Does he ever, do Ghost Hunters? Yeah, Ghost Adventures. Have Adventures. you ever seen an episode of the show? Yeah, then I probably do. It's a, you'll know who he is once you see him. He's very bro-ish. And he... Um, <clears throat> do you wear Hawaii shirts with sunglasses? Spiked he wears, hair. he has spiked hair. Yes. He does not wear <laughs> Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> but he, this is a perfect picture to show you. <laughs> Looks like he's on something. He, well, he's on ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. On the spooks. He's, he likes to yell out at the ghosts, right? It's 1246. Yeah, okay. okay. So that's the top that's good. scary places. Eamon's home. So you can't even go see that anymore. I don't think so. I'm sort so. of bummed out. I'm pretty sure they tore it down. For good reasons? Or just because yeah, he wanted it in the museum? Zach Bagans. Who knows? Who knows? Who okay. Alright. We don't need portals. We don't need portals. We've honest. got enough of them. Mm-hmm. There's enough stairways. Hell on earth. Yeah. Alright. Okay. No, I'm gonna, we're going to call it good. You're going to call it good? I have okay. plenty more to do some okay. other day. Then I will do this last piece that I had. Do you want me to do it later? Or should I do it now? Do enough is a decent short. It should be. I can just like hit bullet points to it. Okay. So this is from October 2019 from the Star yes. Tribune. It says Halloween is near, but those brights pale next to some experiences in the outdoors. Okay. So the article itself is pretty much about like people having haunting experiences in like the woods, at like camps and stuff. So one like they were saying, you know, people usually feel it like creepy place, like buildings and stuff. But have they ever had it like? outdoors. Oh, okay. This one lady said, she's Kristen Halsengard of Midwest Paranormal Files, said I think there's probably less going on outside. I've never heard of anyone being haunted outside in general. Give all the animal noises. It would have to be pretty dramatic for someone to think it was paranormal, which I don't think is true, personally. Yeah. Because, like, if you think about Gettysburg, it's very haunted. But it's a field. Oh, yeah, and sure. like people have seen figures walking around they've heard noises all that stuff it's not necessarily tied to a building but right. an area but an area what was that lady from midwest midwest paranormal files files and there's also like the haunted forest in japan oh yeah yeah and mm-hmm. then i think there's another one that's in like romania or somewhere there's like a haunted forest there so think about that lady yeah um one person wendy webb she said, I started hearing a strange metallic creaking noise. She was walking her dog outside. Okay. Webb wrote in an email, I couldn't figure out what, I w- what it was until I came upon a backyard. There was an old, decrepit swing set. On the swing, swaying back and forth slowly, was a little girl dressed in a brown uniform. Mm-hmm. Short sleeve, nothing on her legs, her long brown hair, and two braids. She tried to call to the girl, but she never looked up. The dog was like, I wrote, no thanks. How is a brownie? What? And they definitely don't have pants. They're yeah, like they're skirts. like little short skirts, yeah. Or whatever. Um, a person who was at the Lake Winnebagoshish mm-hmm. campsite in Bina, Minnesota, 
uh, said at their RV park they would smell like their grandmother's perfume and cookies Aww. at the place. So they always were always like, oh, grandma's here. I love it. Um, they also hear footsteps on the stairs at the campground site and have surveillance video of a pint of liquor flying off the shelf. <laughs> which I which I said, ghosts wanted to get drunk. Get lit. Get lit. I like that. Yeah. Okay. In this story, in the lore of outdoor ghost stories, however, one place looms large. Sturgeon Narrows, a spit of land deep in Canada. Canada. Quitico Provincial Park. Um, and one story, campers were almost struck by lightning as they arrived. Then trees fell in a triangle around their tent at night. Ooh. And another other story, I don't know why they said another other, <laughs> strange campers showed up to dance and chat at a fire where they, they made next to the campers already there. Which kind of reminds me of those uh, park ranger Reddit stories that I told you about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't know what they are, look them up because they're super creepy. Yes. They're park, it's like a park ranger... Or, remember if they're a park ranger, but they worked with like finding missing people in the woods. But they're talking about like their experiences and other people's experiences in the woods, and they're so super you'll, creepy. You'll great. get creeped There's out. a ton of them. Read them. It also reminds me of the movie The Ritual. I'm not seen it. It's on Netflix. And it's about uh, four campers in Sweden who get lost in the woods, or they're trying to get back to like civilization. And there's, like, something creepy following them. Oh, God. So, read that or watch that movie. I will. Last story. Um, in Surgeon Narrows, there are four people who are camping. Two of the people. This is their story. After the others had gone to sleep, Debassi and Phillips stayed up talking and laughing until they heard a thud from the forest. Maybe a tree falling? They went silent. Then there was another thud and another. The noises got louder and more intense. Soon the ground was shaking so violently that it felt like all the trees around their campsite were falling over. Birds started screeching and flapping and trying to flee the area. The noise was like being in the middle of a waterfall. Then it stopped. In the silence, they heard voices across the water, laughing, talking, and singing in French. The voices grew louder as if they were coming to the camp. But instead of footfalls, they heard pots and pans clanging, their food pack and personal packs being torn apart. Oh my god. So I got the creeps there. Yeah, now. that was a like creepy story. So that if you want to read more about that, it's Halloween is near, but those frights pale next to other some experiences in the outdoors. That's from Frank Burrs in the Star Tribune. So those are some of our fun articles that we found. Yeah, you found really good ones. Yeah, and thank you for you. always staying Midwest. <laughs> I want to thank you for considering expanding our work. <laughs> you know, I saw Bigfoot. Sometimes I just get blinded by this. this you know, you get excited, excited. about Bigfoot because it's Bigfoot. Yeah. There's nothing you can do. No. And it was so Bigfoot. recent. I was like, yeah, Bigfoot. 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 All right, y'all. Well, that's right. probably a very long one. We yeah. haven't had that long of one in a yeah. long time. Long, long time. We will see you guys later. Yeah. You have a good weekend and see you on the flip side. See you on the flip side. Bye bye. Bye.